So I'm in my friend's kitchen and we're about ready to see Tranny Shack's Sex and the City. Yes, it's that HBO series, you know, with Carrie Bradshaw and all the fabulous ladies only played by drag queens. Hooray! Hooray! I know. And so we've dressed up and we're thinking about women's empowerment. And I, I think, you know, for Sex in the City, that is a little bit strong because it wasn't, I mean, I don't know about you, but for me, it was definitely a guilty pleasure. It was definitely a guilty pleasure. You know, like <laughs> you get your Dolce de Leche bar and your best girlfriend and you watch it and you're like, oh, this is so good and oh, it's so bad. And you know, the Manano Blahniks and it's kind of superficial and they have a lot of drama about boys. But as I was thinking about this, like having girlfriends and hanging out and, you know, really being able to talk frankly about issues around sexuality and men and, you know, problems of living, that was one of the things that first started, you know, the women's circles of the 70s and 60s that started the feminism movement. So, it, you know, it got me thinking about, you know, the girl power movement, even though girl is now defined as like in your 30s or 40s, you know, kind of interesting. So we were thinking about, you know, what were the good things? What were the like empowermenting, <laughs> empowermenty, <laughs> empowerment, empowerment light, empowermenty things about <laughs> sex in the city? Like what were some of the things that you got out of it when you watched it? You know, just like the fabulousness of it, like the mm -hmm. real femininity of it, because I don't think that a feminist has to, you know, avoid being feminine. In fact, I think it should be celebrated. So I really enjoy, I mean, I love fashion and I love glamour and all mm -hmm. of that. I'm, I'm kind of dressed as sex in the 60s now. <laughs> and so just, you know, that I got to indulge that, that part of like my feminine nature by watching it. I also really enjoy just like the, you know, the community that they, mm -hmm. they showed there. There's the togetherness. A, the togetherness of the four women and that they could talk about anything with each other. And mm -hmm. and that's the kind of friendships that I've cultivated in my life. And so to, to watch a show about where women are the central characters, I mm -hmm. think is also great for television. Mm -hmm. You know, there's not, there have been a few of those where it really is like a women's show, mm -hmm. um, but not that many. There's a lot mm -hmm. more dude shows out there. Yeah, totally. So just even, I think, you know. Or having, family shows. Or family shows. Indeed. Right. But just having a show that's really about the lives of women, even if they're mm -hmm. not like realistic Perfect for lives, the. Yeah. Well, yeah. and also not very realistic. Not realistic for the average woman. Living yeah. in Manhattan, everyone has a fabulous apartment. <laughs> right, right. But we live in San Francisco, right. and we live in a fabulous city, and, you know, some of us have more fabulous apartments than others. But... <laughs> she says that she sits in her fabulous Dolores Park apartment. <laughs> um, well, I, I do feel very blessed here. <laughs> So. Yeah, and I think, you know, there are certain characteristics that I think that each of those women embodied that really showed, like, their power, you mm -hmm. know, whether it was... Um, you know, Samantha with her like sexual power or Miranda mm -hmm. with her, you know, kind of like intellect and career mm -hmm. and logic mm -hmm. or Carrie with her. I mean, she was like the Jill of all trades of that mm -hmm. show. She had a little bit of every woman in her, right? Mm -hmm. or, or Charlotte with her like nurturing mm -hmm. and uh, maternal and sweetness. Mm -hmm. Like those are all, I think, powerful feminist um Archetypes. Archetypes, exactly. <laughs> That's what I'm looking for. <laughs> awesome. Well, we're going to go see the show and finish Yay. our wine, and I think it's going to be fabulous. This is sex. Everyone gets what they want. This is sexploration. Explore. Play. 
This is Sexploration with Monica. Sex is proof that God loves us and wants us to have fun. Sexploration with Monica at sexplorationwithmonica.com. Okay, so we're here in between episodes, also known as intermission, at Training Shack's Sex in the City. And it's certainly true that they've managed to put in a lot of sex so far. How many sex scenes did we see? I'd guess at least three or four. Yeah, and there was one particularly cream-filled sex scene that was quite, um, what's the word, provocative, <laughs> yes. I visceral. It was sensory, for sure. We were like, whoa, that guy's got a lot of donut filling on his face. And oh, yes, oh. So that was fun. Definitely provoked some uh, discussion about, you know, what we think is normal during sex and what we think is okay. Yeah, in fact, I think that's one of the most interesting things about it is that it presents sexuality at very much on a spectrum rather than an either-or scenario. This is right, this is wrong, and they highlight that with the relationships among the friends. Because each of the people in the group, like, okay, so... What's her name? Samantha is going down on the UPS guy. Meanwhile, uh, what is it? What's the girl's name? Charlotte. Charlotte, yes, the one that has the impotency problem with her husband. And she's like, why won't he have sex with me? I'm so, you know what I mean? Which is, yeah. I rem- it's sad. It's hard to deal with. But then, of course. Well, and they make that explicit. I mean, that's part of what I love about Tranny Shacks take on it is it's even more explicit that they actually named the Madonna Whore Complex and then presented Madonna and Whore in the the context of characters that you know and love. Right, because they do actually kind of rewrite the episodes to play for not only a theater audience, but also being played by spectacularly outrageous drag queens and, you know, faux queens. Also, two of the women on stage are, are women. And yeah. dressed as women. <laughs> yeah, drag, well, and Folk drag queens. queens uh, yeah, and well. drag queens. Yeah, Mr. Big, yeah. played by a, 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 well, a, a drag king. So yeah. a woman, well, born a woman, and then now dressing as a man. But yes. someone who does it a lot, so it kind of looks very realistic, actually. <laughs> yes, some of the, I mean, and that's part of what I do find delightful about it is that when it's done by drag performers, it's even more overt and kind of a send-up on all of the stereotypes and kind of misconceptions and myths we have about sexuality, and it's presented in a very funny way. Right, right. So we were thinking earlier, as we were having drinks before the show, what was, I mean, because it's a girl power, you know, empowerment-y, kind of empowerment light. What is empowerment-y about Sex in the City, or anything that we've seen so far? Well, as we just talked about, I think that even presenting sexuality as something that exists on a spectrum all the way from Madonna to whore, as represented in the characters rather than... And we are all both. Hello. Yeah, and that it exists, and that even everyone, like for instance, the scene where then uh, Samantha gets her boundaries pushed and realizing that she's not even at the furthest end of the spectrum. I think that's highly progressive to present it as something that is individual and that all of it is okay and that it's based on do you enjoy it? Is it safe for you? You know, the the enshrined values that those of us on the progressive side uh, all value. Right, exactly. So basically what happens is that Samantha meets this girl from Texas who shocks her and makes her feel like, oh, how could you in terms of like being 
what what like I think it was public sex or something. Yes, she that was the implication is that she pushed even Samantha's boundaries. Right, right. So it's fun. It's definitely kind of a girls' night out thing to do, even if you're not a girl. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. It's very funny. It's very entertaining. You know, it's it plays on familiar uh, on a familiar show and familiar trip. So it's it's fascinating. <laughs> So hopefully we'll check in with Heck Lena from Tranny Shack after the show. This is Sexploration with Monica. So now we're backstage at the Sex in the City after the performance, and it was fabulous. Um, I'm with Heck Lena. You guys fit a lot, and I mean a lot of sex, into this show. Well, that's kind of what the show is all about. People come to be titillated and to hear all the, the dirty stories and stuff, and uh we give it to them, and you know it takes on a, it takes on a whole bunch of other layers when you when you have four drag queens doing the parts that were originally done. Well, it seemed like some of the drag queens were actually born women. So were they faux queens then? Well, remember we had this talk on the other show. If Trixie Carr, the one one of the one of the main girls in the cast, or one of the main characters who plays Charlotte, is a faux queen. Yeah, right there. She has actual vagina and boobs. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Yay. The, the real deal. Well, yeah. So you guys kind of, I mean, that wasn't exactly the same as the episode that played on HBO. No. You guys kind of tranny shack it up. Right, exactly. What were some of the things Make that you added? Slapstick. Well, we added some slapstick jokes, some kind of silliness, some more overt sexual jokes. We kind of, we kind of made fun of some of the characters like Carrie. You know, we kind of people all say she has kind of a horse face and we threw a little joke that's in there that's right the magazine with the right. horse <laughs> i exactly. just didn't understand that but then my friend had to explain it to me it was you know one of those moments but you also added it seemed like you added more like gay humor more sex humor yeah absolutely we try and inject it with as much humor she as actually possible. smelled her finger after the sticking yes, in exactly exactly yes yes and you know a lot of the jokes about the vagina juice being on uh, right. His yeah, the cream-filled yes, donut. Exactly, all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, where can people get tickets? Go to Brown Paper Tickets, and or you can go to trannyshack.com for all the information mm-hmm. for to where to get tickets. And we're open-ended. We open tonight, mm-hmm. and so we're just going to keep doing it. And we're going to change the episodes every few months. Oh, really? So, how it's going to be an ongoing thing? Yeah, it's, it's going to be open-ended. We're going to do it every Wednesday night here, and trying to try and turn it into a thing, you know. And it's at the Rebel. Rebel. Yeah, Rebel Bar, 1760 Market at Octavia. And if you're confused or you want more details, go to trannyshack.com or to get tickets, brownpapertickets.com. Thank Thanks, you Heclina. so much, Monica. Thank you. Sex are, in the are, City, are really fun. Let's do it. Okay. You can subscribe to Sexploration with Monica on iTunes and have new episodes delivered automatically. Or download free podcasts at sexplorationwithmonica.com.